You're listening to the Big Stick Energy Podcast, where three friends are talking about their favorite Philadelphia sports teams, the Philadelphia Phillies and the Philadelphia Flyers. Podcast. I am your host, as always, Jim. I'm here with my other two co-hosts, Eric. What is going on, boys? And Joe. Hey, guys. What's going on? <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I get sit here. <laughs> All right, boys. How's your week been? How's it been going? Not bad. Uh... My uh, football team won on fr- on su- Sunday. Congratulations. Yeah. Yours didn't. Well, we were together. <laughs> we saw it. We all witnessed it. It's yep. okay. Uh, it was a good game, though. Hard fought game. Happens. Definitely it a happens. good game. No, it was a good game, and props to your team. They worked there. They, both teams actually sucked. Rise up! Your but heart raced, though. Your heart raced at the end. It did. My, uh, I developed some heart palpitations. For both. reference, I am an Atlanta Falcons fan, and these two are Philadelphia Eagles fans. But I will say, regardless of the outcome of the game, both teams sucked absolute ball sack the entire time. No, for pretty much, there was like a good, the fourth quarter was probably the best the two teams played, but it was mostly Wentz putting the team on his back and Julio Jones putting the team on his back. Julio is just massive and just a That was a great great play. He's the beast. No, it was a, but uh, it'd be a fun week this week. Did you week. see that Carson throw when he was being tackled and it was literally his knee was about to touch the ground and flung it? Yeah, that was that was like really freaking good. I was really pissed at that. <laughs> but you have to admit, you're like okay. it was amazing. But yeah. at the same time, I was like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Dude, he's not so fair. good at avoiding sacks too. This is not fair. All right. Anyway, okay. that was a, that was a fun game. I just like I love Carson. So. No, that's okay. okay. You're allowed to love Carson. You're allowed to love. You're allowed. You're, to love you're allowed to loud. You're yes. allowed to love your team, much like I love the Phillies, even though they suck. Yeah, they <laughs> uh, we have not had a great week here in the Philadelphia Phillies camp. Tell me something else. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've given up. I think. I think it's time to uh, move forward. Throw in the towel a little bit. Can the uh, off season start today? That would be that would be great. Yeah, I don't want to watch these games no more. <clears throat> Did you watch these games? Not really, but you know, <laughs> it, it's okay. You can admit it's tough. All right, I don't watch them. I think I've watched a total of 12 games this entire season, but I'm also really good at pretending that I did. They split with the Braves. When they split well, with the Braves. You, 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 you think that I did, but I really didn't. No, I, I paid attention enough. When I they, think I saw everything I needed to. Yeah. When they split with the Braves, I was kind of encouraged. Like, hey, we have a chance. And then they went to Boston and just got you – know, I wouldn't say they got just beaten, but Nola they got lost beaten. His, they lost Nola's start, which he actually pitched well in. Um, again, he had issues in the seventh inning, which has been his problem lately. Um, and then uh, they lost with uh, Jason Vargas, <laughs> the man, <laughs> the science teacher, the legend. Science teacher. I'm just laughing at the fact that it's just like, it's just kind of like, and then they lost, and then they lost, and then 
Well, they lost. They won. Uh-oh. <laughs> they <laughs> won yesterday. Okay. okay. They beat Atlanta. So right now, I think they are in the lead for the series or season series for, against the Braves right now. Oh, they're going to win something. <laughs> nice. We, I mean, we basically just won the NL East. So it's like <laughs> slapped around by the Marlins. I'd care league. more, honestly, if I didn't have other things to pay attention to. But yeah, it, 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 it still, it still sucks. Like I'm joking, but it, it's because it, the team was poised for so much success this yeah, season. Yeah, and I really, I. Uh, they had so many opportunities to just captivate this city this year, and they blew every one of them. Like, I, I, I work in schools and stuff like that, and I see all the kids wearing Harper jerseys, and that encourages me. But I also know that none of these kids have made connections with this team over, <laughs> over yeah. the past year. Definitely, and kind of. It was literally just like we signed. It, this was this yeah. This was a year that the Phillies could have really captured a fan base and created. Uh, young they could have planted fans. some roots for for a dynasty, homie. Exactly, and, and, and but they didn't. And the problem is, and I'll give you an example: is me. <laughs> I bought because I bought I bought a Harper shirt, and I wear it pretty often. But like I pay attention, obviously, for the podcast and everything. But it's not like they've done did anything overly. Because baseball is a sport that I have trouble yeah. latching onto, and this team could have brought me back in. Every opportunity they had to really just keep the momentum going, they squandered it within four games. Because and of Arietta's bone spur. <laughs> like, it really is. It's, I think it's because the pitching was just... Oh, I thought you were going to say it's all Arietta's fault. I was well, like, I wouldn't and, go that far. Oh, well, yeah, he signed way too... He, we signed him for way too yeah, much. he's but not... Obviously, sport. like, no one could have predicted him just to fall off the table like that. Um, that's what a contract is. It's a risk. Well, there was a lot of sure. hype, obviously, going into the season with the yeah. signings of Segura, Harper... And real mood too. Which honestly, the, for the most part, at least those were good. Two of them, Segura. Two, at least yeah. two out of the three, three have years. He was hitting over three hundred. Yeah, I'm sorry, it's no. not a bad yeah, deal. No. I mean, like I'm, I'm not saying I don't like Segura. I'm saying when they signed all these guys, we totally overlooked the, where the pitching was at. And I mean, two out of the three have done their jobs, but they can only do so much because Real Mudo yeah. has. Has, and we're forgetting McCutcheon was on this team. Oh, McCutcheon. McCutcheon. I, think, I genuinely think, I McCutcheon's, McCutcheon. I think McCutcheon's injury definitely. I mean, they weren't playing mm. great when they had him, but I think. The the wheel, no, they were actually playing yeah. really good when they had him. I would him. say the wheels fall off when uh, he left. And it wasn't. Well, like, it's, it's not having him in that dugout every single game. Yes. I mean, you have him there, but you need him yeah. on the field doing things. You don't want to say that one person can change the team, but I think it really did. I mean, it's uh, like a captain y mentality because he's a vet guy, so he obviously is one of those leaders in that locker room. And. You, yeah, you, and that's that can really like hurt a team. It sometimes, see, great locker room guy, but he actually also does things. That's the type of guy you don't want to lose. Now, fucking Andrew Knapp on the other end, he could, could get lost in the cornfield tomorrow. I wouldn't have any conscience. He was on the radio. Does he have a kid? Does he, does he have a kid or a wife? Nah, I don't know. All right, well, we I don't want him to get think, lost in the I don't think they would the care either. Be <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim has turned on the entire team. He's out for I haven't turned on the whole team. I'm, I, I've always hated Andrew now. I hated him when he hit a walk-off at the game I was at. I hated him. <laughs> you know what? You just hate, you hate him. You I hate when hate he him. succeeds. You hate when he fails. You, you just want to I hate him. when he succeeds because that, that means he's going to stay on the team for longer. <laughs> and they have a reason to keep him. And so far, he does that every time they get close to just cutting him. So, 
So he's a clutch guy, is what you're saying. He's a clutch he's guy for his own contract. There's McCutcheon, and then there's McCutcheon, which is Andrew Knapp. No. Andrew Knapp is Andrew McCutcheon? No, he's Andrew McClutchin. Hot takes with Eric Rayer. All right, guys, I'll see you later. I'm out. That was all I came for. Obviously... Everyone kind of envisioned this season to go a lot better, yeah. and I think a lot of—I'll reiterate—a lot of it is because our pitching was supposed to take a step forward, and it did not. Yeah, they were um, saying Pavetta and Velasquez, <laughs> right? Yeah. We're gonna step up. Even that game we went to, dude. You can always F- I think back in that game, the three of us went to the one where Harper at the home run, Pavetta was Second, on the mound. You mean the Harper's Harper and Ramirez first home run game? But Pavetta. Like he, he didn't mound, look didn't, bad, though, but it didn't instill that. any confidence. He's not no. consistent. He doesn't he's go not, deep in the game. No, he, he doesn't. He lacks control in my. But opinion. that also was was what I thought the team was going to be was they were gonna they were gonna have trouble pitching, but at least the offense helped us win games. Well, they said before the season started that it was supposed to be these three guys who they've been kind of stringing along for the past two years, you know, putting them in, and then especially you know like Velasquez, oh, he looks great, and then he gets blown up three games in a row, they take him back, then they put him back, and he does a couple good games. Like, he's supposed to be consistently becoming a better pitcher, um, and that was all three of them, Eflin, Velasquez, and... and Eflin, at least, kind of. Eflin, yeah, he's ironed it out at the end of the year, but Eflin, Pavetta, after and Velasquez... He, after um, he figured out his gravity situation. Yeah, that was weird. But the thing, the, thi- the thing that bothers me the most is that these guys had the talent to make those steps forward, but none of them did. So yeah. is that an internal... I don't know. Philosophy issue, or is that a personal issue on their part? Because a lot of things are coming out right now where Chris Young is under uh, fire since um, F1 came out and said he's not going to listen to your listen to Chris Young's uh, coaching. Chris Young was on fire. <laughs> he should be set on fire. <laughs> uh, first, it was uh, what's that one one who's the pitting coach? Malley. Well, the thing bad. is, the, the John Malley left, and the hitting got better. They stop listening to Chris Young. The pitching, their pitching gets better. No. So it's kind of indicative. But the problem is, is that not everyone stopped listening to Chris Young. They should have. But and if you Chris Young what? wasn't there, everyone would have to stop listening to him. So what you're saying is that get rid of Chris Young. Yes. All right. You don't have to, you don't have to kill. And him. I think that's kind of a no-brainer at this point. Uh, Kapler might be on his way out as well, just because of the, his I'm, standing in the city. And I feel bad for him because I feel like he kind of got. A no, yeah, I think I honestly do but think. But at the same time, as much as we rip he on didn't him, really help his position. As much as we rip on him, he the, he, he from the fucking get go, he he didn't. He had no way of the only. He would win. I told you, he would win a World Series. And we would still find something he did wrong. That the city, no matter what, didn't like him because he wasn't that Philly mentality. Yeah, well, he'll probably go to what was that, Joe? I'm just gonna say to uh, back up your talking about how uh, um, pitching should have been better, and then the the pitching coach um, really had the the three stars underperforming um, in the hitting aspect. I mean, look at Freddie Galvis. He he went away, and look at the season he's having. He's in 267. 54 RBIs, 18 home runs. He got a little power and only 115 games, uh, which is a lot better than he was playing in Philly. He and had more home runs than Bryce Harper at one point. 
He's having a pretty good season. I as know. well as that one, what's, uh, I always forget his name, the first baseman. Carlos Santana. He's having a good season, too. He comes, well, he, he was having a, a good season. And he threw a chair through a TV, and then he was like, oh, I'm not. Right, but yeah. he played good for the Indians, then he came here, he played really bad, and then he went back to the Indians, and he played good again. So like, it seems like it's, it's a correlation <laughs> of the locker room. Something's not, going on back yeah. It's not even just the locker room, it's the hitting coach. It's the pitching coach. It's the coach the coach. coaching. Kapler isn't involved in any of that, so it's really not. But you're not just gonna. I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna clean house. I don't don't think think people understand what the man the manager does. The manager's basically only job is to come up the lineup card and manage the bullpen in game. But I think that I think they're gonna clean house though. I think so too. It's unfortunate because I think Kapler got dealt a shit hand. He dealt a shit. Got dealt a shit hand. Good he need he needed to kind of man up himself. No, he he he, he didn't. He, there were times when he could have took accountability, and I think he 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 did he, a little bit, but he didn't do it in the right way. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. He do. became he became the puppet of uh, Matt Clintac, mm-hmm. and that's I think that's the biggest indictment on Gabe Kapler. That I, I think Clintac has Klintak, a short too. Clintac to me only makes moves because of what is going to be perceived from that move I mean yeah he's going to find the guys uh, the cheap guys like oh that's a good move but we needed something more than that we could have gotten Marcus Stroman I would have given up uh, what's his face Uh, Adonis Medina I would have given up him and probably a couple other prospects for uh, Marcus Stroman because Marcus Stroman is going to be available next year or are still under team control next year, and now he's on the Mets. That's another pitcher we have to worry about in our own division. We have some pretty good pitchers in this division. We do. I, I mean, you look at the uh, national staff. You got uh, Degrom. Or no, he's on the Mets. <laughs> you got the Mets. You got Degrom. Cindergard. Uh, uh, <laughs> Zach Wheeler, who's a free agent. I like Zach Wheeler. Um, uh, and then you got <coughs> who was I just talking about? Nationals. Yeah, Strasburg. The, well, yeah, they have Strasburg, Scherzer. Uh, what's what's his name? Uh, the guy they I know he, he's got a nasty. The guy they signed over the offseason. Why can't I think of his freaking name? Uh, anyway, they they have a three three headed monster at the beginning of their let, rotation. Let me throw this out there for you right now while it's on my mind. So, Kapler. Yes. We think he's gone regardless. Unfortunately, Pretty, pretty, pretty yes. much. Like, there, yes. there's, a, there's a bit of a chance he stays and they maybe get rid of the pitching coach. I'd but say it's a 50-50 shot, but I, I like definitely I think, think it's like a 70 Chris shot. Young. I think Chris Young is gone. Yeah. Corbin. Now. Patrick Corbin. Yes, now, regardless of that, regardless of what they do with Kapler, regardless of whatever, I think Klentak has this offseason – and then whatever he does in this offseason, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna have to, they're gonna figure out because I think they realize that the fan base is gonna start if they don't do see the problem is is like they can get the pitchers, but yeah. you also have to like they gotta, gotta get they gotta get you gotta them. put that coach in place that's gonna help them get there. Yeah. Um, so Quintex got a lot of moves he's got to do this summer. And yeah, I agree. Uh, I think he has until next All Star break or next uh, All Star break. To, uh, That's why I think they give him the moves. beginning of the season because even if you don't get someone in the free or you don't get everyone in free agency, that gives you that little bit of a gap, stop gap to like, okay, I can sure up a little bit here. If he can't assess the team and fix the rotation by the All Star game next year, 
I don't think he sees the next offseason because I, like... Well, how many years have we had that guy? Four. That's this enough is, He's going into his fifth year right now. That's enough time. For a rebuild, that's enough time. And it yes, he's be. done... His team hitting-wise is built now to win. Yeah. I know, that's the problem. But yeah, they haven't... The pitching needs to catch up. Yeah. But you can, I, you can catch I, up. They, it can be remedied with signing a Garrett Cole and signing maybe yeah. another... Cole car. Hamels. Cole Hamels. Bring lefty back. Zach Wheeler's available. I would like to see Zach Wheeler I mean, because realistically, the team is built, like, defensively, too. They have enough defense where they can... Their defense has improved this year. Yeah. A great deal. Um... Bryce has a freaking cannon out there. He right? does. I, I mean, you have, a, you have a superstar talent who can carry your team. You have the probably – no, you do have the best catcher in baseball. Yeah. You, I mean, you just get another pitcher or two, and you're – I mean, like we said, Eflin, Eflin can be a solid five. Five. So you just need yeah. to get – you need to get two more pitchers, and then Mr. Vargas – <laughs> no, just, He's a good bench piece. Mr. <laughs> Vaughn. They just need they need to improve the pitching. If the pitching does not improve, they do not win. It's plain and simple. That's the reason why they haven't won more than four games this year in a row. It's they it's the yeah. They the hitters can't keep up with all the runs their pitchers are giving up. They our two guys, Drew Smiley. <laughs> Do I have to say more? <laughs> Drew Smiley wasn't on a team. I know. <laughs> it's just really frustrating because you saw the potential that this team has, and the front office gave up on them midway through the season when they had plenty of opportunity to advance. Dallas Keuchel could have been a Philly. Marcus Stroman could have been a Philly. Those are two one. Those are your two and three guys right there. And Aaron Nola has just been kind of. The only guy that you can count on, and even right now, Aaron Nola is struggling. So it's you just gotta look at the facts here and say we need to go get some pitchers for our offense because that's got to affect their psyche too as well. Like, yeah, they have like to, if you're always playing from behind, why? Like, that's really tough to come at. Like, if their pitching was stronger, I think their offense would have been way better because on top of the fact that the offense went through periods of struggle, they didn't have any pitching to back that up. So, Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's, got, it's like a seesaw, you know. Yeah. If, if the pitching's terrible and gives up six runs in two innings, then you really expect to, you know, the hitters to score six runs. Like, that's a lot of runs to expect every night. I don't know what they... The you know the opposing team scores every night, but it's probably well, way higher than the average major league team. <laughs> I, I saw a tweet today that made me laugh a little bit. The uh, Phillies' run differential last year was um, at this point was a minus seven. So opposing teams have scored seven more runs than we had right. against us uh, what is it this for year? the year. It's minus five. So we're improving. Are you? Kidding? <laughs> wow. So the offense runs. got better. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the offense got better, but it's also like it really doesn't mean anything. Minus seven is not great. The all the good teams have like a plus almost fifty forty. Yeah. Kind of like and we're. Eric was talking about mediocrity last week. I mean, I think he's kind of right that they are pretty mediocre. Yeah, I mean, they're they're mediocre in the sense that they're basically a five hundred team. No, they are. They're. What I, <laughs> let me clarify what I what I meant. What I meant was they're not. They're not mediocre in terms of like they are they are have super skilled talent on their team. Like they are they are a talented team mm-hmm. individually. Yes. Together they are a mediocre team because <laughs> they don't. It's like 
it's like they don't have someone putting the puzzle together right. It's like someone who doesn't know how to put a puzzle together. They have all the pieces, but you're not really fitting them in the right spots. It's like you're playing a, a video game, an RPG, and you put all your points into like speed, and then your defense is nothing. Yeah, it's not balanced. You're putting all they're your, not, they're they not a balanced team. They're just they, they, and that works for some teams. You can have a team that is overly powered in yeah. one spot, but the problem is, is that that's not going to work. It has no, it hasn't worked on this team because they haven't picked up the slack. The offense seems to take a shit when the pitching takes a shit. But when the pitching seems to be good, the offense still kind of is shitty. But then, like the offense will pick up. But then the pit, it's like it's very. It, it, they don't. That's what the thing about a good team is that when it's, maybe something kind of collapses. Complementary pieces balanced. Just like it should be. Yes. Venice. <laughs> if there was better pitching, they don't lose as many games. Like if they have Dallas Keuchel or Marcus Stroman in there. They probably was that Keuchel thing last week or two weeks ago. It was last week. Okay, did we, was it after we recorded? Uh, Wasn't it over the weekend? Uh, no. Did we not talk about it? I thought we did. I don't know. It, regardless, but that was just like if a big we add fuck, one of those guys, fuck. I think we add at least five more wins. That was just a big fuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. how could they win more than five in a row or four in a row with every you know? Three out of five star, uh, starts were throwing out some junk ball pitcher who could yeah. probably play t ball. Yeah, yeah. Don't, hey, T-ball's when you, don't, you don't need a pitch in T-ball. When you don't know what you're going to get from the pitchers you have, you can't control the outcome of it. i got to interject here. Not T-ball. For fuck's sake. When I play T-ball, and I'm giving everyone a nice little tidbit, I play T-ball for one season. I struck out. In T-ball. How does that even <laughs> The coach called me a fucking idiot. <laughs> and I was six. <laughs> and then How I, the fuck do you strike out in T-ball? Well, I didn't hear your coach. You fucking idiot! <laughs> and I was just like, did I do good? <laughs> that's like an insult. Like, you're the type of person who'd strike out in T-ball. Like, that's a really good insult. Yeah, well, I did it. So it's not an I'm insult. I'm going to start saying that. The ball's stationary, Eric. <laughs> I was stressed, you know? It's not even like we were good, but we didn't. <laughs> we <laughs> fucking T-ball. We weren't that bad. <laughs> oh, Did you shit. notice I played If you t- hit the T, <laughs> the ball moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would have to hit the ball. <laughs> you swung over. <laughs> we tried, yeah, I was trying. I was trying. I was trying to hammer her to the ground, and it just wasn't working. I kept missing. I thought I was That's seeing impressive. double. Yeah. Well, see, it's a skill that not many Meanwhile, have. I'm in the outfield playing with the ant hills and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're trying to eat a butterfly, but <laughs> um, yeah. But um, yeah, no. The it's been a it's been a stressful season. It has, and I was excited in the beginning of the season, and I think a lot of people were. And I'll yeah, reiterate. When's the last time you've had an all star like this? Eh, yeah, we've yes. had. Well, if you think about it, Andrew McCutcheon, former MVP, Bryce Harper, former MVP. Um, Jake Arrieta, former Cy Young. If the Phillies added Dallas Keuchel, he's a former Cy Young. You would have had, well, let's see. Uh, I think Arietta and Keuchel were the Cy Young of the same year, and Harper was the MVP that year. That would have been a cool. That would have been a cool thing. Like, would have been yeah. nice, wouldn't it? And all right. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we got uh, Andrew Knapp, yeah. new the Cy Young winner this year. He doesn't even. Why play. isn't Tiavi <laughs> Grulian fucking playing? Like. This last couple of weeks have been made me 
just angry with Gabe as far as like who's he putting in the game. I like Hazley's in tonight, but last night he didn't have Hazley in the lineup. I like Hazley, Hazley, I like him too, but when he's not playing, he's not getting experience, and we need him to get the experience because he's probably going to be our center fielder next year. I hope but so. Why isn't he playing every game instead of playing those freaking bench pieces that are probably not going to be on the team next year? I don't know. Like Corella? Yeah. What do you got in the outfield? Next year I have... Harper, McCutcheon, and... Uh, Hazley? Hazley. I'd like to see uh, Dickerson get signed, and I think he might be a little bit easier to attain. Now he broke his foot. And now that he broke his foot. He could platoon with McCutcheon, and they'd probably make a better... He might want to start. He's pretty good. I know he's pretty good, but he's always injured. Mm-hmm. And you also so, need to look at, too, like if this guy sees... If he, because he's getting older, if you see a chance to win a championship and he can see maybe the through lines to where maybe we can, then he might it might help him knock the price down a little bit and what he wants. Yeah, because the thing is, this season I don't know. You don't know whether McCutcheon is going to come back totally from his injury. He's older too. Yeah, he's older too. So is Dickerson. I don't know who's singing a therapy on this Instagram. So I think he's going to come back mentally okay, but I just think that it's going to be tough for him to come back from this injury, especially. Dickerson's 31. He's going to be 31 next year. But that's the wrong side of 30 to be getting injured yeah, and all that. True. Anyway. He's 30, you're right. The wrong side of 30. I like, you're right. Because it's I the like, only side of 30. <laughs> no, there's other side. There's two sides of 30. Yeah, he's a little Younger than too. 30 and older than 30. What if you're just 30? McCutcheon's 30. You're right in the middle of 30. Anyway. <laughs> last few years. I like Dickerson and I like McCutcheon, but I think the two of them are going to probably need to be platooned next year depending on how their injuries play out. Um, and um, I can't speculate about it right now. I got to I gotta wait to the offseason to figure out who's going to do what. Um, I got to tell you, looking at McCutcheon's statistics from last year, 255, 15 home runs, 73 walks. I mean... I feel like Dickerson might have a better season than him. Yeah, but I um, think McCutcheon is also on about to do much better this year than he was last year. Well, he's hitting two fifty six in the games he played. Yeah. I know you say uh, averages and everything, but... Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I like McCutcheon. I'm not there's, off se- like there's an offseason to be had and additions to be made, so we'll kind of... Go into that a little bit later. This might be this might be a premature topic here, only because you're gonna. <laughs> is that the gong? <laughs> Your time is up, because <laughs> um, you might need something to talk about when the season kind of dies down a little. But oh, I, I don't want to talk about. No, but I kind of want your takes on. I kind of want your takes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of want your take on. If they were to knock Gap, Gapler, if Gapler, Gabe Kapler, if they were to knock him out. Why didn't we think that? Yeah. Gapler. Gapler. Gapey hole Gapler. Oh, for fuck's sake. But what, uh, well, who would they, who do you think they would get? Baby oil. Uh, <laughs> who, who's uh, out? Coach, who's out? Coach they could get? Uh, but you also, um, it's hard, it's hard to judge now because you don't know who's, who's got. I think the Phillies want Joe Madden. They want John Madden. Fuck John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> they want John Madden. Joe Madden. No, they want John Madden. <laughs> uh, he hit the he hit the baseball, and uh, I'm yeah. afraid to fly. <laughs> no, they want Charlie. We need Charlie. I don't want Charlie. He's back. what the people want. 
He's what the people want, but we don't want what no, but <laughs> he does It's not what the Charlie wants. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, I think Joe him. Madden might be an uh, available uh, possibility. They could also go the younger coach route again. Um, I don't know. It's going to be really tough because Middleton, John Middleton, is not happy with uh, the production, obviously, considering he spent $500 million on a losing or possibly a losing season. So. Most likely a he might kind of have more of a say in who our coach is going to be, and that might be a good thing. That might be a bad thing. So you never really want your the owner to be making these decisions. But sometimes, but some, but 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 at the same time, context sucks. So, but at the same time, I mean, to piggyback off of another winning team in this city, when the owner got involved with the Eagles, finally, they finally did something productive. Yeah, but, but which do is you want a, but it's do you want a situation like Dallas where Jerry Jones? No, is but it's a, it's it's a fifty fifty shot of it's it's fifty fifty in terms of like sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, and you never want to roll the die on your your uh, owner being the one who's doing things because then you have think, a, it could be a dumpster fire, it could fucking collapse heavily, or we could win a World Series. I mean, I think John Middleton's a smart guy, I and now think I think he, I know who we got to get because it just came to me. Yeah. Ruben Amari Jr. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> that dude the third base coach for the Red Sox. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's the janitor for the Twins. <laughs> Might be. Did you see Baltimore's We're going to clarify here that for the past two minutes, I've been trying to figure out how to say... Oriole. Because I have a speech impediment, apparently. I think I'm having a, I think I'm having a seizure right now. I'm okay. You're sweating. You're sweating. Four. But, uh, but um, no. Baltimore. Yes. Today had it. It was either to, Yeah, you're welcome. But today, it was either today or last night where someone hit a foul ball and both the third baseman and the catcher went to go get the ball and Adam, and like you see them kind of standing there and then neither of them I guess the third baseman called for it but the catcher didn't realize and they're standing there and then they just kind of separate and the ball just <laughs> drops and, they, and Gary Thorne the commentator um, he just starts like going it's September and this team still doesn't figure out how to catch a foul ball you can't be doing that <laughs> it's just okay. like we're so not dumb. that bad. We're, no, we're not that bad. Baseball's we're a long exactly season. I'd rather be that bad, though, because at least it'd be oh, entertaining God. to see how bad they are instead of this meeting. No, we were already there before. We don't want to go back. We need Dominic Brown back. He was good. He for was like supposed to be good. He was the so number was one. Pro- <laughs> he was the number All right. Dominic Brown was <laughs> the number one prospect in baseball, and we ruined him. <laughs> We could have gotten so much for him if he was actually good. Like, could you imagine that? Like, we our our Ruben Amaro might have been able to save this team if he had a Dominic Brown to trade. We ruined Chad Qualls, by the way. No, he didn't. Chad Qualls ruined Chad <laughs> Qualls. Chad Qualls was the top prospect for years, in my mind. <laughs> I miss him. He honestly at least made the games entertaining for me only because every time he'd be pitching, I would always be like, yo, guys, guess who's pitching? Chad calls. And you guys would be like, shut the fuck up, Eric. We know. <laughs> Unfortunately. Those were dark times. Yeah. Anyway. Before the dark times. Before the Chad. Thor, dark world. Um, 
anyone. Well, we're moving on. Uh, <laughs> we're in a new era of Phillies baseball. We were in a fucking new era last year, Jim. I'm tired of this new era shit. Shit. Every day's a new day. <laughs> oh, that's what we gotta take say. It. We got to your four yeah. behind for the last wild card. Speech. I mean, Gabe did say they're going to play their best <laughs> baseball at the end of oh. September. So I'm, oh. I'm waiting when, for it. No, it's when they're buckle your seatbelt. Wait, no, wait, no. They're, they're winning today. They might sweep the Braves in this series. You never know. Wait, back and uh, like twenty games behind the Braves. Wait, I mean, if they sweep the Nationals, they take their spot. Right? No, the only thing is, is that yes. They're probably going to play their best baseball at the end of the month, but it's because they'll already be mathematically eliminated. And they're not mathematically eliminated by any stretch of the. Well, they're going to be realistically mathematically eliminated when you realize that this team. They're out. They're four games behind Milwaukee and Chicago. This was such a. Excuse me. This was such a downward spiral. You know, they started out. It's not as bad as last year. Yeah, but they st- – well, no, it was. They were in first last year the whole season until August, remember? Yeah, but we didn't lose it all. The, uh, the Phillies uh, – Jack Fritz from WIP this week t- uh, tweeted out that the Phillies are the only team in baseball that has had a winning record the entire year. <laughs> oh, great. Um, Hang that on your hats. <laughs> it's, Hang your hat on that, whatever. It's not over, but it's over. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it wasn't as bad as last year's collapse, but it hasn't been great. So do that. Do with that what you want. <laughs> yeah, you mean after we acquired three all-stars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> hey, we don't have any pitching, Joey, so True, it's like... Yeah. We've been through it a million times. All the bullpens, uh, all bullpen pitchers being hurt, too. Adam Morgan, who was pitching great, you know, he was gone. And then Tommy Hunter, Robertson. Tommy Hunter was great for the three games he played. I know, I know, and I was so excited. <laughs> and then he, he's gone. Sir Anthony's out. Sir Anthony. Uh, I'm missing one. Aren't I missing one, bet? Uh, Brad Miller. Brad Miller. He's a, Isn't he come off the bench? No. Oh, no, not Brad Miller. Shit. We had another There's pitcher. There's three veterans, right? <laughs> we had, to be fair, we've had 29 different bullpen pitchers this year. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like that one boy, JP. What's his name? JP something. I like him with the glasses and the crazy hair. Oh, J.D. Hammer? Yeah, J.D. Hammer. Yeah, I like him. I hope he's good. With a name him. like J.D. Hammer. I know. He's, he's not such, really... He's got such a look. He's really not that great, but... No, he's uh, not, but I love him. I talked about him earlier in the season that he needs to pan out so I can just get a full a jersey, but I'm not getting it just to say Hammer. It's going to say J.D. David Hammer. Robertson. Across the shirt. Okay. David Robertson. <laughs> yeah, Robertson, Hunter, and wasn't there one more vet we had or no? Oh, Nishek. Nishek. Yeah, we, we had him just, last year. He could year, just kind of walk into the woods and yeah. be found again. <laughs> still, you know? He's stuck he only team. pitches like 20 miles an hour. He's lost in a cornfield <laughs> with... Uh... So does freaking Vargas, but you don't complain about that. <laughs> I mean, I I just accepted the fact by now because I've seen so many pitchers that don't pitch it. That don't I know. pitch well. I know. And then what's that one? Ooh, I, Parker, he throws like 80. <laughs> Nick then, Vincent. Uh, Hughes. Oh, yeah, Vincent, right? Mike Morin. Hughes. Morin. Oh, my yeah. Blake Parker, Juan Nicasio, Cole Irvin, Jared Hughes. Cole Irvin, he throws like 82. 
Uh, Edgar Garcia. Eichhoff. Hector Neris. Adam Morgan. Eichhoff. Let's see. I'm going to name all the Phillies pitchers this year. You tell me this is, if you think that they've made a significant this is, impact. This is, this is therapeutic. <laughs> Hector Neris. This is therapeutic. I'm going to name all the pitchers. Jason Vargas still doesn't have a win. <laughs> He's Are been you, the, oh, wow. <laughs> all right. I'm going to name all the Phillies pitchers, and you tell me if they've made a difference in all this right. season. Jason Vargas. No. Well, apparently not. Uh, Francisco Salas. I think that's his name. <laughs> no. I don't even know who the hell that is. <laughs> Sean Rodriguez pitched a game. Oh, well, Roman Quinn definitely did. Well, wait, Sean Rodriguez. David Robertson. Sean Rodriguez. Uh, actually, no. Yes, that, that was the name. That was the name Yaxal Rios. No. He's on the Pirates now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roman Quinn. Yes. <laughs> yes. He did. Pat Nishek. No. Tommy Hunter. No. Ianel De Los Santos. No. Austin Davis. No. Drew Anderson. No. Aaron Altair. <laughs> oh, my God. This is like the Mets system now, isn't he? No. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Hell no. Nick Vincent. He's no. Ray Ramos. <laughs> not really. Mike Morin. And no. J.D. Hammer. Absolutely, yes. Victor Arano. No. Blake Parker. No. Juan Nicasio. Yes. Cole Irvin. Uh, no, not really. Jared Hughes. I like him, but no. Edgar Garcia. Eh, n- not really. Drew Smiley. Mm, sort, sort of. of. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Hector Neris. Yes. Adam Morgan. Yes. When he Jared Eikhoff. Not really. The first no. three starts. Yeah, right. <laughs> Sir Anthony Domingos. Didn't even play. Jose Alvarez. Yeah. He's been our best pitcher. All yeah, year. he's pretty good. Uh, Nick Pavetta. No. Ranger Suarez. Yes, I like Ranger. Ranger I'm a, Danger. I'm a Ranger guy. I like him. Vince Velasquez. Not really. Zach Eflin. Eh, At times. Undecided. <laughs> it's like, Jake Arrieta. Uh, no. no. And Aaron Nola. Absolutely, yes. I, wait, did you guys say Pavetta or did I miss him? Yeah, we said Pavetta. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, Pavetta. <laughs> that, that was like four out of 29. So. And one was bullshit. Or two were bullshit with Roman. It might have been. It might be 30 now that Nick Vincent's gotten into some games. So. Um, that's just not been great. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That was actually, what was it, like 6 out of 29? We said we yes. <laughs> and two of them were Roman Quinn and J.D. Hammer. So. Don't forget Sean Rodriguez. That's the most important I'm one. i forget him. Aaron Altair had a win. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Maybe he should try to pitch. Uh, uh, him and Williams got fucked over. Time. We'll, we'll look back at this season as the stepping stone to a World Series championship. I hope you're year. right, Jim. I, I said you. that last year. Hush. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm kidding. I, I want the team to succeed. I, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm making jokes here because I'm kind of like, considering I got my sport starting, I can kind of like fall back on happiness. I'm sure, you have a lot to talk about. We do. We're gonna get to it. We're, 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 we're gonna quick. Yeah, we're getting there soon. But I'm just, you know, I'm making jokes. But it is tough because like I was hoping for some playoff baseball. I mean, we yeah. still. We we do, yes we do have it. We, there's a chance that the gods put us in the position to do it, but they haven't been on our side this year, and I don't <laughs> think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna go. Ah, you know what? We put. You know, we're gonna we're gonna help them now. Doubt. Just what fucking do we like, say to the gods of baseball? Like David Robinson. Like wait, David, <laughs> that's what they say to us. <laughs> David Robinson's the one who who got he got surgery, right? They all had surgery. Well, right? maybe they all just like they all had group surgery. They all just magically heal and they all come out and we're like, we're good to go, coach. David Robertson. <laughs> hey, Gabe, grease me up. I'm good to go in the mouth. 
<laughs> Grease me up. Gabe Kapler gets fired only to be hired as the grease boy. <laughs> hey, guys, you need some grease? Uh, I got you. <laughs> I just picture Gabe. In I just imagine him on the mound. He's in a white T-shirt. <laughs> no, him on the mound, and then Gabe runs out there, and he's like, how's that a feeling? And then he's just rubbing his elbow. He's like, does that, does that he, feel good? He comes... He, the guy's coming in from the locker room, and he's just waiting there with a white T-shirt and really tight pants, and he's just... Hey, Dave, your left pec's looking a little small. You need to hit it harder. <laughs> ready, to, ready to inject some steroids and just... Gabe's just sitting in his apartment, uh, waxing his legs with the lights out, and then Rodriguez <laughs> what? slowly what? opens the door and says, Hey, Gabe, it's Sean. I brought the body oil. Oh, well, that's, I really appreciate the about ba- you. <laughs> <laughs> you really show your effort here. But wait, but wait, wait. Let's get back to, let's get back to why, why is he shaving his he, legs with all fucking lights off? He even got the discount brand, so I like the, uh, the ability to find good finance. Uh, uh, Kirkland, my favorite. But what the fuck is he shaving? He went to Costco, I so he got I, it in bulk. I need, I need an answer. He's very bulk. I need an answer. I need, I need an answer, though. Why is he shaving his fucking legs in the dark? I don't know. It's like, like he likes to live dangerously. Okay. Sean Rodriguez just—he's perfect the in every other aspect of his life. He needs some kind of danger. Sean Rodriguez <laughs> opens the door and he just he like just you just see light open. just peer in on his on his body and he's just in like. Hey, Sheeta underwear and he's yeah. just like he's laying like the shit hey Gabe I told a bunch of Phillies fans they suck today yo yo that's Gabe. my porn yo 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 Gabe yo uh yo yo Sean can you get my left ass cheek yeah exactly yo uh, uh, I brought the chill I need to be more I need to be more aerodynamic so I uh I can walk out to the mound faster I rip when the I hair take off the last the faster we get out to the mound the faster I can get Jared Hughes on the mound the faster he'll <laughs> run he, run, he, he <laughs> runs so he's pretty quick anyway so I just figured but we, think that that extra, we think that extra three seconds can make a real big difference in our ability to win ball games trust me I know I'm Gabe Kapler trust me I'm Gabe alright alright before we go down the rabbit hole any further yeah you gotta see um that's about all I had to say. The Phillies have, are winning right now against the Braves. Hopefully they can stick it out and uh, win at least two of three of the series and kind of move forward. They play Cleveland next, which will be a tough one. We're going to see Carlos Santana again for the first time Great. So it's gonna be good. since being a Philly. Uh, and maybe we sweep the Washington Nationals and reclaim a wild card spot and thus knocking them out. So... That would be cool. Sure. I'll hold my breath. How many wins do they have? Standings, they are... Five above. They're five above us. So if we beat them, we beat them in the season series, and then we need to beat the Marlins, and then we win. We go to the playoffs to lose to the Dodgers. (laughs) High hopes. (laughs) High hopes. All right. Anyway, that's the Phillies. Eric, bring us some good news about the Philadelphia Flyers, Please. and I know you have it. Ladies, gentlemen, we have arrived. There's no ladies here. Well, ladies, listen to our podcast, okay? We really appreciate their con- contribution. Shut the fuck up about the Gabe Kapler thing. I swear to God. All right. All right. We've arrived. Flyers hockey is here. I know last week I said I had shit to talk about. Turns out I didn't. This week, though, I am filled to the brim with Flyers content, and I'm going to bring your spirits up. 
to the max. Good, because I think you're a real contributor. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> Team effort. All right. All right. Great clubhouse guy, yeah. <laughs> you are, you are. All right, guys, I'm out. See you later. <laughs> all right, so flyers, Jim. All right. Um, all right. Uh, I Where? think they hit a stick, and uh, they scored We're a goal. There. We're getting there. <laughs> Shut up. All right. Sound like Bucky. Okay. Where to begin? My two boys, Travis Konechny and Ivan Provorov, have signed their contracts. We're good to go. I know this entire 10-episode run, which we didn't get to, by the way. It's our 10th episode, everyone. Big milestone. Big milestone. Uh, really tackled some hours here. Uh, Jim, you're, you're muted. <laughs> you can't talk for the rest of the podcast. Um... No one can silence the Ten game. episodes. We'll, we'll celebrate a little later. We'll have a nice little party. A party? Anyway. Travis Konechny and Ivan Provorov have indeed signed their pod, their podcast. They signed their podcast? They signed to the podcast. <laughs> when are they coming? <laughs> Special guest. Special guest. That's it. You heard it here first. We have Ivan Provorov and Travis Konechny walking in right now. Uh, hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> Didn't expect that. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I didn't expect you guys to have such squeaky voices. <laughs> well, I'm also Mickey Mouse. Wow. What a talent. How come... Can I Can I be real with you guys? How come every time that I begin talking about the fire, okay, okay. we said that we get sidetracked and start talking about Gabe Kapler's nips or whatever the I'm fuck. sorry. <laughs> you contribute to it as well. Not when I want to talk about my, my thing. I haven't had... I've listened to nine episodes... Of the fills are gonna be better next week. They haven't. I have never. I have never. I never said that. that, so that uh, um, you have only had two episodes worth of. I don't like to think. I don't like to think about yeah. the future. I like to think about today. And you, uh, you came in. You came in when they were already down in the toilet. The yeah. big stinky turd that is. It's okay. Okay. All right. Tell that me. Was, about that was that was deep. Plan. Actually, I'm sorry. We love that's what she said. Okay. I know it's been a long-running gag on the podcast that I've been waiting for those two contracts to be signed, and it literally was up until the brim of camp that it was signed. But we got them signed. We're good to go. First, Ivan Provorov signed. I have both the contracts right here. Ivan Provorov's contract was... This is actually predicting his contract. That's not what we want. <laughs> we actually don't want to predict his contract. Because it happened. Because it happened. Here it is. His contract was signed Friday. <laughs> I bet you he signs. <laughs> well, you'd be right. Hot take. <laughs> Hot takes with Jim. Uh, Nailed it. He signed a, nice. a six-year, $6.75 million annual contract. <clears throat> Which, with my mediocre math skills, <laughs> comes to $38 Fuck me, right? Doesn't it say on the... No, this article, for some reason, didn't specify that because Why? I picked the worst article. Okay, and then that was Friday, and we had to wait until Monday? Monday? We had to wait until Monday. <laughs> Guten Tag. We had to wait until... <laughs> Guten Tag, Provorov. He's Russian. 
screaming at this. That's from fucking Black Ops. Did you say screaming at Did you say the crime at the pizza? <laughs> the crime at the pizza. Listen, I've signed for six years. <laughs> for whom, listen? Not for me. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Fuck me, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> Travis Konechny signed on Monday for a six-year contract as well. For All right. Now that we've got all the giggle berries out of us, assholes. All right, back to what I was saying. <laughs> Konechny signed on Monday a six-year, $33 million contract, which is $5.5 million annually. And I'm happy because these are both beautiful deals for two... 22-year-old players. That's great. How's that going to affect the cap going forward, though? Well, the cap's going to skyrocket. <clears throat> we're uh, we're definitely getting to a potential future in the NHL where there's going to be either a soft cap or there's going to be no cap because these, these a lot of the contracts, a lot of these players are holding out. They're they're getting to a point where eventually we're just going to start giving. And these players are getting younger. They're getting better, and the league's starting to. Like the revenue starting to build, and the, the hockey's actually becoming like a bigger market, yeah. especially with teams like Vegas and Seattle's getting a team in another oh, year. Yeah, Vegas was crazy. And Seattle's—they're expanding. They're getting—they're putting Seattle is getting a hockey team. Seattle. Yeah. So how many teams is that now? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. Thirty-two. So that's as many as the NFL is thirty-two, right? Yeah. Yeah. There's thirty teams. No, there's two more. Pretty sure. <laughs> is there? I yeah, think I think so. there's 32 in the NFL. Yeah, we'll go with your word. We'll look it up. We'll confirm that. Not that it really makes a difference. Alexa. Fucking... No. <laughs> Not that it makes a difference, but anyway. Um, I mean, no, it's because right now you're going to have... 32 teams. Yeah, you have Konechny <laughs> signed for $5.5 He's 22, and it's... it's a, and same profile. The cap's only going to rise. You have... Sean Gatorri is signed for $4.5 million a year, basically, is what he's making. He's your number one center. And, I mean, you got basically your youth court already built with, like, Gossip Spears is making, like, $5 million for It's just, like, a steal. The, these contracts that we have for all our youth court is absurd. Like, and especially the fact that not only are these guys so young, but by, like, year three, as long as they keep getting better, you're going to be looking at these deals and be like, holy fucking shit, these guys should be making, like... Program is going to be, like, a $9, $10 million player. Konechny has the potential to make, like, eight, seven or eight with, like, if he keeps hitting... I think it's him and Austin Matthews, who's on the Leafs. He's, like, the Leafs all-star. Mm-hmm. I think are the two even-strength goal-scoring leaders. Or they had, like, 25-plus goals in their first couple seasons with, like, the least amount of time played on ice or something. So it's like he's in some pretty good – he's in some pretty good territory in terms of – I feel like you're going to say something because you're going to laugh. No. Are you going to make a joke about Cowboy's butthole? <laughs> you're the one making those jokes right now, Eric. Oh, I just figured I got it. Chill. <laughs> like, I'd be the one to crack a joke. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Don't rewind the podcast two minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, from from the mile, from from minute marker forty eight to fifty, just avoid anything that's heard. <laughs> really, from like thirty five to forty eight. Yeah, anytime that I open my mouth. The numbers, Mason. What do they mean? Oh, God, fuck me. All right. Um, but I'm a huge fan of these contracts. I think that they are going to 
in two to three years be absolute steals. And that's that's always good. And we also we I mean you got Carter Hart for two more years. You got your young talent locked up. And this team and I you I've preached it the entire summer. This team is going to be an absolute unit because. We've we had two playoff games already to get a showcase at some of our potential talent on the team, and game one was Sunday night. How many night? dubs we got? We got zero. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's Wait, pretty. How many? How how many games was the series? I mean, only one. They don't do series. But they've been playing two. They played. They played the Islanders two nights in a row. Uh, so for playoffs. It, did you say playoffs? Or no, for preseason. Oh, preseason. You say I you potential playoffs. playoffs. I you yeah, they're going to be a potential. Oh, they are going to be a playoff team. Series. They're going to be a unit. Oh, but okay. um, so. Unit. <laughs> Absolute unit. Game one. Oh, would he come in? Game one was Monday night against the Islanders, and that was more of that was more of a showcase of who is going to be on the team versus Tuesday nights, which was more like the leftover young prospect players to make an impact because I think on Tuesday there were only f- I, when I was because I listened to a little bit on the radio Tuesday and then I watched the rest there was only four players who carried over from Monday night into Tuesday night playing a back to back so and a couple of those players were like there was like there's one guy who's like probably 34 35 who's trying to like rekindle his NHL career he's like a fighter he's like a goon so he's trying to like make the oh, team wow. how old is he uh, he's like 35 36 oh, but he's but he he played apparently he's making an impact but i it sounds from the coach's comments it sounds like he's not going to make the team it sounds like it's going to more so like his tryout for the flyers is going to lead to him probably getting a job on another team mm, but on the shittier team, team. Or potential contender team who needs that type. But honestly, the Flyers still need that type of player on the team because they need someone who... Because a lot of these teams that have won Stanley Cups the past couple of years have had that type of... They've had a balance of like mostly skill at the top end, and then they've had those grittier, more so... The guys who will stir the pot a little bit. Like the Carcillos. You need a player like that. I remember Carcillos. Yeah, but this guy's like a Carcillo-esque player. But... I like him, but I don't think I don't think there's room for him on the team. I think there's too many other players who you can fit that are more skilled and better. So doesn't every team have that one guy that sucks? But he just yeah, I mean we play. have that guy. Don't worry, we have a guy on that team already. Like so I don't Andrew Knapp. <laughs> um, all right, but I'll just go over Monday night's game, which I watched some like I watched a decent amount of Tuesday night's game but Tuesday nights was more so it was tougher to watch because it wasn't there wasn't as many um there wasn't as much of the roster that I thought was going to be molded into the normal regular season roster yet which Monday Monday night's game was so Flyers played the Islanders Monday at home Tuesday was away they lost three to one sadly but it's also preseason so it doesn't really matter they scored a goal uh which I'm going to get to. The goal is the most important part here. Positives. There. So the goalies who played were Brian Elliott played the first half of the game, who's they're going to be the backup this year, and That's Alex Moose, Lyon. Right? Yep. Moose. And Alex Lyon played, who was the backup last year. Who's oh yeah, he sounds familiar. He's Alex the guy. Lyon. He's a Phantoms goalie who was on the team last, who oh. played mostly up with us last year when we were having our 37 goalie tandem. They call him the lion. They do. Um, he's actually <laughs> got a... For you, Joe, he's actually got a... His last name's Lion. Rar. Are you Lion? But they got, he's got a Pennywise mask. 
That's freaking <laughs> yeah. cool. That's badass. It's really, it is, it is a really cool mask. But it kind of just, like, invites the pucks. <laughs> I Any, fucking fling one at his head, too. Anyway, there, uh, that guy I was talking about, Chris Stewart, is the guy who's trying to rekindle his career. He got into a fight. It was a good fight, but it was also, like, that type of fight you watch where you're just like, dude, it's fucking preseason. He just, like, grabbed the guy, put the jersey over his head, just like, ding, 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 and the guy's like, oh, shit. Because some kid. I mean, he's trying to make the team, but, um... Uh, Why are you doing this? And then, for the most part, you know, you saw you saw flashes of, like, Joel Farabee, who's the guy who I think's going to make the team. He's actually from here. He's from Warminster, but he's... He was, oh, wow. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's like, their... We drafted him first round <coughs> last year, I think. Yeah, last Absolutely. year. I've heard of him before. We talked about him an episode or two ago. Uh, yeah, we did. Or a couple of episodes ago. But um, my memory's good. He's 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 he looks like he belongs on this team. He's been playing. He played with uh during camp. He's been playing with Drew and Couturier. Okay. Uh, Drew actually, Drew and Couturier have yet to touch the ice. They haven't played yet because they've been kind of like resting them, but. The top line that played Monday was Kevin Hayes, my guy, Jake Voracek, and Van Riemsdyk, and that was the only goal. That They were the line that scored the goal, and seeing those three on the ice is already a fucking improvement over what was last year. I mean, Kevin Hayes basically took the puck, shielded it, skated around the zone, Set up Voracek, passed to Voracek, who passed to Dan Reemstike, who tapped it in. So if we get a, we get that all season, or a second line, we're going to be set. Um, besides that, there wasn't really... Oh, Voracek's on the second line? Yeah, he'll be on the second line, because it'll be Couturier. It'll be Couturier, Giroux, and I was going to say Konechny, but because he missed the first two days of camp with the whole contract dispute before he signed... It probably hurt his chance to get on that first line right away. Nice job, you dick. So Farabee might make the line, or uh, Morgan Frost, your guy. You like that name, I know. Fast but he's been—he was absolutely tearing up <laughs> training camp, but he got hurt. Uh, but only slightly. So apparently, it's not that bad. But I don't think that means. I think that's going to hurt his chance of making the team right out of camp. But um, there's two other names I want to bring up here. There's. Oscar, no, not Oscar Lindbaum. He's he didn't really do anything, but he was fine. Uh, he's you know, he's on the team already. He'll be good. But uh, German Rubstoff. What a name! He's one of our prospects. He made the team last year, but then he got hurt. But he looks like he's going to make the team on the fourth. Like he could be a good fourth line player. He is. He's a special. He he looks like he belongs. He. He's got a lot of strength to him. He's a big body, and I think he's going to. The problem with the Flyers has been their four lines of depth haven't been there. It's been like a one or two line team. This year, they're going to have four lines of complete talent the entire time, and I think that a player like that being on your fourth line is going to. I'm just getting all giddy thinking about it because we're going to be so good. Eric is touching his penis right now. It's making us uncomfortable. Why is the table rising? Baby oil. I'll just wait out here. It's under the table. Uh, the other player I want to bring up is Nicholas Braun, who was the guy that we traded from the Sharks, or traded for it from the Sharks. Uh, he's a veteran guy. He, you know, he doesn't play a flashy game, but something I, I paid a lot of attention to him. I made sure to pay attention to him 
throughout the game just, you know, because when I when we signed him, I was kind of worried. Like, I, we need a veteran presence, and we have him and Niskanen, but at the same time, another veteran presence who we had was Andrew McDonald. I fucking hated that guy. He was my Andrew Knapp for a few years, Jen. No one can be Andrew Knapp. No, this guy was fucking worse. But, uh... I was he, was he same first name? Yeah. Did he contribute to a game at all? Yeah, negatively. He would always give the puck away. Andrew Knapp does that in the baseball level. Exactly. It's they're pretty equal, but I was, you know, I was worried Justin Braun could be that type of player, but something I picked up right away is Braun's use of his stick in terms of defensively. He <laughs> is constantly moving it and sometimes defensemen will get kind of stationary and it it, it takes a lot of skill to be able to know exactly where to put your stick. For when a player is moving the puck, and this guy, he literally. I know where to put my stick. Can you I, f- I knew that was coming. Yeah. <laughs> Let me talk, damn it. Hey, where are the big stick energy buckets? I can't not get excited about sticks. We've been talking about Gabe Kapler's stick for an hour. We've been, I, I've had too much stick. I haven't said anything about Gabe Kapler's stick. Yeah, I've been beating Gabe's stick way too long. Oh. I, need to get to, I need to get to what I'm talking about yeah, here. And it's, but it takes a lot of skill to be, and strength, because. Poke checking, people think it's just like, oh, it's just putting your stick in the way of something. But he he takes a lot of, it takes a lot of practice and a lot of upper body strength in order to just know where to put your your stick. And I picked up right away that every time people were, thanks. Anytime people were moving, anytime someone was you know actively skating the puck up the ice on the Islander side, Justin Braun always had a stick in the way. And I don't think. He didn't say that right. It just sounds like he's always had his dick in the way. Yep. I don't. I don't think he was on the ice for any um any goals against. But uh, yeah. So Monday's night, Monday night's game was three to one loss. Um, I think Elliot let in one goal squeaky, which is pretty par it's for it's, it's pretty par for the course for Brian Elliott because he does now nah, Brian Elliott will be a good backup and it was it was one of those goals where he got a piece of it just kind of squeaked in but he uh he saved he had 10 shots no he had nine shots against but he gave up a goal so he saved eight which is it's all right and then Alex Lyon led up two goals uh against seven shots so he only saved five but at the same time I think Alex Lyon played a little bit better I think the goals that went in on him were a little more stronger except for the first one first one was kind of underneath but it was just like a one slid right there's five hole but once again you said that it's preseason so I'm not really dude what if Carter Hart sucks I'm gonna get to that <laughs> now Carter Hart played last night that man looks like he's in fucking mid-season form already and okay. it's it's preseason. I hate when people say mid-season form they're just ready to play no, because like it if takes they're in midseason form, to me, midseason form is tired and ready for the end of the season. It's not true, not if you're a championship <laughs> team. Yeah, I, I mean, like midseason form implies you've played a lot of games and you're like, like I don't see why that's a good thing. Like you want to be like beginning of the season form where you're eager to play. Eager no, because to get beginning out there. of the season you can suck absolute cock. Well, yeah, but you <laughs> could also like be. You could also. Today. You're just as likely to be really good. Just right. because the season's starting. All right, we don't need to we don't need to get into specifics here. But what I'm saying is he, you know what? Rewind. <laughs> Carter Hart looked very good. There. 
Yeah. All right, he played say. really well. And his he's in form is so close. And he's going to be the starter heart, right? Yeah. Oh boy. He uh, he let up. He had 14 shots against him, and he <laughs> let in none. So he had a shutout. That's beautiful. Uh, and then J.A. or J.A. or J.F. or whatever the fuck. J.F. J.F. Baruby was the, was the backup for the Flyers. And he had 23 shots against him, and he let in three goals. Well, he sucks. But the Flyers went to overtime. And, I mean, it wasn't really like there was any. It it's was just the next shit. It, it, was, it wasn't like. They do overtime in preseason? Yeah. It wasn't a. Uh, What's the point of that? I mean, the game, the game wasn't because it's just. It's an exhibition game, so it's to get a winner. I get that, but like, I feel like in other sports they don't do overtime, and because it's like just a regular show. game, still. It's not like it counts, though. Yeah, but they still just do it, just because because it's also you're building like, it's like you're playing a game. Yeah, but you're playing a whole game that doesn't count. Yeah, and but then, like it doesn't matter if you win or lose that game. It's kind well, of dumb that they. But for the players, you know. It helps you get into your conditioning, Yeah, but, like, too. the NFL doesn't go extra... Yeah, because the NFL, uh, you're literally running 300-pound men at each other. Like, if well, they, if you have... The, I think they hockey. should, too, honestly. I mean, fuck. You're, you're not playing... Baseball stops at nine innings. I don't it's think baseball, baseball games are six extra, hours long as is. Huh? Does basketball go extra in preseason? I don't know. Well, summer league, they don't really have preseason. Summer league, summer league uh, I... Do they go overtime? No? I couldn't tell you. I, I don't watch that many summer league games. I feel like that's just kind of redundant, because, like... You played the game. You're there for the in-game experience, and that's about yeah. It. Overtime's a part it. of the in-game experience. Yeah. It is. I agree with that. I mean, I guess it's more so in hockey, but like to me, that's kind of redundant because you're just having your players out there for well, longer. The thing is, you're also trying. Players, they're also, they're also and, <clears throat> and they're also trying to make the team, so yeah, it's true. more of a chance for the coaches to see certain situations. I get it, but like at the same time, and also, also I'm going count. to go. I'm also going to pull back from what I'm saying and say that hockey preseason fucking blows so that I don't care if there's overtime or not because it's a strong it's I'm enjoying watching it but because it doesn't count and because there's all these like players who I know are not going to be on the team in about a week mm-hmm. it's not like it's, it's what if someone gets hurt in that overtime that's always a risk yeah what over- if someone gets hurt if Scott Lawton got hit in the first period last night and got hurt he's okay yeah, and he that's played just another period what if somebody gets hurt in game and also 45. people don't usually hit in overtime because yeah, it's but- three on three <clears throat> three on three is more of a, it's more of like a skills open ice competition basically yeah, okay yeah um, oh, yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm trying Anyway to I'm more of a hard ass When it comes to this type of shit As you can tell <laughs> But I also do agree Because you don't want to get hurt In preseason Like when Lawton got hit last night A lot I could hear the announcers Were like That's something you don't want Is someone Especially someone like Lawton Who is going to be on the Flyers team And someone who's going to have A roster spot Pretty much etched in already You don't want him to get hurt Like you want to make sure that See guys ease up In the preseason but they still, like, like a guy like that Chris Stork guy who's trying to make the team, that guy's trying to run through fucking people because he's like, hey, look, sign me. I can do something. So there's, like, it's like, like that's why Giroux and Couturier aren't playing as much because it's less, it's, like, you know those guys are your cornerstones of the team, so you don't need to play them. It's like how LeBron plays eight games a season because you know he's going to be in the playoffs anyway. <laughs> but, um, well, no, no, apparently not after last year. But, um... Yeah, last night's game was kind of like it was like the carryover from the night before, where like it was a lot of the guys who, who won't really be on the team except Lawton played, which was his. I think it was his first game last night, and then Rubstov played again. That German Rubstov guy, who's Rubstoff. I think he's gonna make the team, and then Chris Stork played last night too, and then Sanheim played. 
and then, yeah, so I don't know. It's just fun to see hockey back. It was nice to finally see the guys in game action um, and to see that fucking scoreboard in action at the Wells Fargo Center because, holy shit, dude, that thing is massive. <laughs> that thing looks ridiculous, especially when it's in action. Like, I saw, like, a video of it just during warm-ups, and it's just like... <laughs> it's like fucking hot. Crazy. But, People um, can hear you making those noises. Oil. Is it Transformer or some shit? Um, oil. Oil. But <laughs> require oil. Yeah, I just uh, apparently before I was gonna talk about how the Konechny contract. Um, Leo right now. Yeah, I'm just looking. Why can't I look? You're not allowed to look. Anyway, the Konechny contract. I was going to talk about how Elaine Vigneault, the new coach, said that he was really disappointed that Konechny was there and almost kind of called him out in camp, but now that he signed and Konechny is, like, working his ass off um, in camp. He hasn't played the game yet, but he said that apparently it's looking like Saturday is going to be Konechny's first preseason game. So they got a game tomorrow. They're playing Boston at home. And then I think I don't know who they're playing Saturday yet. But, um, okay. But, yeah, it's uh, – I'm just I've been paying attention every day, watching, you know, the videos and like see see who's really making an impact in camp. And this Farabee kid seems like he's just he's gonna be one of those guys who's gonna be a young cornerstone of our team too. Because they're the camp they're really like happy that this guy's I think he gained like twenty pounds of muscle over the summer. Damn. He's like six foot two, six foot three. he's just I don't know. It's my height. But um. Yeah. So, starting today, which is <laughs> September eighteenth, we have just a couple of six foot two guys hanging out. Yeah, you know. Yeah, we have three weeks until um, the season starts. Exactly today, we have three weeks. Countdown. Yeah. That's twenty one days. Twenty one days. Well, I guess 20 days because today's almost over. 21? So like, it's on one. But uh, I'm excited, Jim. I'm going I'm going to game one. Yeah, I, I'm i excited for you. No, no, you're not going. I've given you a basket. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, the other thing that I was going to talk about was before we started recording, the Flyers, I read an article that the Flyers trimmed eight players from their roster, so now they have 54 left in their training camp. So the eight people, you know, the names that the other people, I'm fucking. <laughs> so the eight names that the Flyers cut were nobody really, you know, important in particular. The people that we kind of assumed weren't going to be on the team, but one of the guys who was cut was Igor Zamubla. A 19-year-old defenseman. He's six foot three, 178 pounds. Damn. He's a he's a Russian Wait, defender. Yeah. Well, it sounds like much. he sucks. So six three. That's probably one of the reasons that he didn't make the team was that he's probably a little bit thinner. Thin but he he was having a. Uh, he was only 19. So. Yeah, but he was having a really good camp. Uh, they returned him to Calgary in the Western Hockey League, so he went back to juniors. But he was a signed undrafted free agent. So that's what's making. That's why he. They were like, "Oh shit!" Because apparently another guy, Philippe Myers, who's on the team, we he didn't get drafted. And he's like, he's gonna be just from last year and the camp. He's one of those defensemen that in like five years' time, people are gonna be like, "Where the fuck did this kid come from?" 
But the other names that people of players who were returned were Mason Millman. Wyatt Wiley, who was another guy who... Wyatt, Wyatt Wiley, I know. He was a guy who uh, I think was hoping... He was playing in the Western Hockey League and was kind of hoping that he made an impact and got a signing deal this year, but he didn't get his entry-level contract, so it's kind of not looking good for him. Uh, and Igor Sidork. <laughs> right winger. What's with all these names? Igor. Just Are they two? cutting them because they're names? Yeah, they're cutting them because they're names. Igor? Fucking no, Igor. Can't have that on the team. Um, Igor! But four players who were in camp on amateur tryout invites were left wingers Matt Golod, Ben McCartney, who got injured before camp, and Mika Sear, and defenseman Sean Comrie were all re- Sean Connor. Were all, Sean Connor. <laughs> were all cut. Were, I'm here to play for the Flyers. Were, uh, were all <laughs> cut, and they were on tryout deals. So that means that, like I said, there's only 54 players left in camp, and that. Chuck Fletcher said earlier that there's going to be more roster cuts this weekend that players who are going to go play for the Phantoms, they'll be assigned to the Phantoms. So it's going to – so by, like, next Friday, we'll probably have a pretty good understanding of who's who's going to be on the team because by that point you'll have most of your, like – you'll have most of the guys weaved out and then it'll be, like, the players who are really making an impact. It'll come down to the tougher cuts where, like, guys who you think are going to end up on the team might make it to, like, the end of preseason and then – and then, like, maybe they'll just barely miss it, and which means that, like, say someone gets hurt, then they'll be the guy who probably gets called up right away. So it's going to be it's gonna be a fun couple weeks, you know? They got, uh, I'm excited for the season to start. Me too. Got, yeah. I mean, got a game because, tomorrow night. You know, when you're, when you're talking about all this stuff, I don't really know what you're talking about, so I can get a little more context when I actually watch the games. And well, know you got a game players. tomorrow night. It's preseason, but... I need, I need some entertainment besides football to keep me distracted from the Phillies, so... Make you, you, know, you should get Gears 5. That'll help. No, nah, Borderlands is pretty good. Oh, yeah, right. right. But, I mean, <coughs> for me, that's... that's kind of it i mean it's been it's been a busy week but you know i really i narrow i tried to narrow it down to the four or three or four i guess four because there were two preseason games four topics that i wanted to hit um i'm just excited that connecting and provorov signed there's not going to be no drama provorov's been working his ass off in camp i mean he was there for day one and connecting there's they've been posting a lot of videos and pictures of him working individually with coaches trying to get his conditioning back up get kind of acclimated with the system i think he either met with av who's the coach today or he's meeting him with him tomorrow and they're going to kind of sit down and kind of get on board and i don't think because it was only a day or two missed of camp it's not going to make that big of an impact in terms of him not having like the system pretty much down like he didn't miss enough that it's going to impact his opening day mentality and so opening day like it's going to be awkward fit. for the rest of the year with, with that going no on. that's this is just how the nhl was this year mm-hmm. it's the people they don't care like literally drew there was a video in camp um when connecting was first on ice where drew like skate over and just gave him a big hug because he was like ah you're here my buddy so it's like they're they're they just wanted them there and this shit had it's a business remember that so it's like guys holding out like they understand no one cares drew's like, drew doesn't care because he's gonna get an extension it's just gonna go, <laughs> well drew's got better drew's got two or three more years anyway but we're we're we got we got like a two to three year gap here to win the cup and i'm telling you this year's gonna be it, if 
We come back in fucking April and everyone's like, oh my fucking god, Eric, you were right. I'm gonna be like, well, I mean, I've been preaching this shit for nine years, so had to be right sometime. To be fair, <laughs> Eric every year starts the year off as, dude, the Flyers are gonna be sick next year. But this is the first year where I've actually said and felt confident enough to say that I believe the Flyers are gonna go deep in the playoffs this year, and I'm taking it back from an unbiased, I'm not being biased about it, because they really shit on my feelings last year, so I honestly have reason to be <laughs> mad at the Flyers, but I like what Chuck Fletcher did this offseason. I like the moves that they made. I like the players who we've signed and traded for to fit the holes that we needed. And we got a goalie. Like, that's the thing that we, ha- we've, we haven't had ever. At least since, the technology. since Hextall, we haven't had a goalie. We have the means. And Hextall was in the fucking early 90s. Maybe I, we might have had him in the late I think the, we had him twice. Maybe the late 90s when we Hextall had him. Hextall or Hextall? Hextall. Hextall's fucking God knows where he is. He's in like Sweden, rotting. But. God. But. Um, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he coached us into the ground. But. Um, also, that was something that I thought was funny when I was uh, reading about the Konechny negotiations was that apparently it was getting leaked that Konechny was using his ice time versus his goals, like how many goals he was getting and how productive he was being as like a negotiating tactic. But a lot of people were, like, coming at it and tweeting, like, and, like, uh, all over, like, Facebook and Twitter and stuff and all the Instagram comments uh, on the Flyers page was, um, if Hackstall seriously ruins Connecting signing here, I'm going to fucking find his dog. <laughs> and I was like, Jesus. He signed, he signed, right? No, but this was before, and it was, he was oh. using, he was using the fact that his ice time was so limited because fucking Hackstall wasn't using him right. He was like, look, I haven't. Look at how much ice time I've had versus how productive I've been, and it's just like, so in a like, he got the perfect deal, exactly where I think, you know, we got him extend like originally they were trying to give him three years I think, and I'm glad we got six for both of them because a lot of these other restricted free agents are signing for three years, and they're gonna have to get extensions in three years, but Konechny and Provorov are already going to be to at that point and they're going to be at that skill level versus these other guys who are going to assuming that they all pan out the way that they have been are going to be do great things for their team and then they're going to go and ask him for like I want fucking 12 million dollars a year for 8 years but connecting Provorov are going to still have 3 more years and we're going to have him on a bargain deal basically as long as they well, they've held out already what if they do it again that's in six years' time, and hopefully by that point we have already have won a championship. I mean, what if they so, go, like, three years in? No, no, no. You can't do that. It's your contract. You can't do it like the NFL. No, it's not the NFL. That's why I hate the NFL. <laughs> the NFL. Oh, that's fuck you. I'm Antonio Brown. No, I hate that shit. But, uh... Um, hey, he's on my fantasy team. I like him now. <laughs> but, uh... Helmet yeah, so, yeah. you know, no drama. Travis Konecki, Ivan Provorov are going to be on the team day one. And we're getting to that time. And I am super excited for the season to kick off. I just, I'm, I'm really, I can't wait for that episode, or that night that we record the episode, you know, as long as we keep recording Wednesday nights, is, it's going to be game one of the Flyers. We're going to have it, oh, I'm going to probably watch it, so we'll probably just have you guys talk for, about bullshit for an hour, and I'll just watch the game. We can fill that up. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, <laughs> but. Eric could be like the commentator. Like, he shoots puck and scores. He scores. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be fun. Um, but 
that's it for me. I mean. All right. Any final thoughts from you, gentlemen? Um. It's episode 10. We, I said we were going to bring it up later. How are you feeling? 10 episodes in the Big Stick Energy, Jim. Well, I feel that the Phillies just beat the Braves and they've won the series. And I think the season series against them. So We're, waiting, we're basically we're first place. In- oh, shit. By the way, now I have my closing thought. Okay, we talked about this earlier and I need to bring it up. Um, so I told you that I read the thing earlier that when the Eagles and the NFL were making the, the schedules for the football season, they planned in the middle of the season three away games because they thought that the Phillies were going to be competing for a World Series. Right. <laughs> so, so there's three. So, so what I'm hearing is the Eagles jinxed the Phillies. Pretty much. Like it's just like there's just this weird like there's just this weird period of like every other game pretty much is home away home away for the Eagles and there's just this gap of away. It's just like up oh, the Eagles the Phillies are going to win the World Series, but then you know what the that I, I the someone believed in you Phillies. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, realistically, they're just—they were—they were hoping that the congestion wasn't going to be that bad, but now it's just going to be normal, normal. Well, now there's the fucking empty park the entire time. Flyers. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's why. They, oh, that's probably also why they did it because they assume that the Flyers, the Phillies, and the Eagles are all going to be playing at the same time. So it's just imagine all three of them having a fucking yeah, home. Just one Sunday, just get fucked with yeah, traffic. Just don't leave your house. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, the uh, Flyers usually don't play on Sundays anyway. Oh, but people? it's rare that they play on Sunday. They usually play Sunday afternoons, like later in the season. So Or Thursday. Or Monday. So my closing thoughts. Big tie union game on Saturday. <laughs> LAFC, best team in the West. Best team in the East, the Union. Tied 1-1. Huge game. Don't forget about the Union. Be a 5-for-5 guy. I just bought a $35 scarf. All right. 5-for-5 guy. Be a 6-for-6 guy and support the soul. Or be a 7-for-7 guy and support the fucking Philadelphia Wings. Yeah, the lacrosse team. (laughs) What about the the Philadelphia Watts? The the taser ball team. Or what about the Philadelphia Passion, the lingerie football league? (laughs) You guys don't even know the bounds of sports. The Philly Fusion, the Overwatch League team. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. Our podcast is going to be filled with the privileges. Like, we're going to every episode we're gonna have to do like five days a week recording because we're gonna have to go like, all right, tonight's a strictly Overwatch episode. <laughs> the beanbag costume, Philadelphia beanbag, Philadelphia sacks, <laughs> the fistball team. Oh god, um, is Gabe on that? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Only with only the Philadelphia greaseheads. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I uh, big big uh, week this week for the Eagles and the Falcons. Two one-on-one teams, right? Yeah. Well, that happened. Well, well big like big week for both of them individually. Eh. Right. Who are the Falcons playing? The Falcons are playing the Colts right now. Or well, not right now, but this weekend. Okay. We're playing that. We're playing the Lions. Yeah. It's yeah. a big week for my fantasy team because I could go three and zero. Nice. Digging it. I'm a uh, do the Quan or whatever. It's hit the Quan. Hit the Quan. <laughs> Do the Quan. <laughs> I forgot. I know how to do the Quan, but I, I forgot. See, look, I won that. I have confetti. I know how to hit the Quan. But um, uh, my my final thought would be that the Phillies need to go 
Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> you, know, they just gotta, you know, at this point, just got to hope that the Everybody Phillies try Everybody needs some time away. You got to just hope that the Phillies it's finish this. You got to hope that they finish the season From strong. Each other. You got to hope, hope that they. What? Selling Mariah Carey. You got to hope that they finish the. You know, got to finish strong. You know what? Sweep the. Sweep the. <laughs> Sweep the rest of the season. You're in the playoffs. There we go. There you go. Um, and then, yeah, just going to keep watching the Flyers. Next week we'll have even more to talk about. If you lose two more games, you're out of it. So, yeah. All right, so we're winning them all. But, uh, yeah, we'll keep, I'll keep watching the Flyers. I'll bring back more news next week. Uh, and we'll keep and watching the Phillies, wait, right, Jim? And what's today? Yeah. Next week is next – when's the 25th? Next Friday? I don't know. It's Friday is the 20th, so that would be the, yeah. Well. No, that would be Wednesday. Well, Wednesday Next starts Friday the. Next Friday is the 27th. Starting the, uh, Wednesday starts the NHL network show that the Flyers training camp's on. Oh, okay. yeah. So that'll be. I'm that'll watch it. They actually dropped, like, a full trailer for it the other day, and it looks really cool. And uh, it gave me a lot more. It, that gave me a lot more. I mean, obviously, it's produced and, like. It, they definitely hype a lot of it up, and a lot of. I saw something the other day that made me think: What if the fucking Travis connecting contract drama was for the fucking show? Which makes me think about like. Oh. I don't think that that. I think he genuinely was holding out because he signed very quickly, so it's not like they held out too long. I hope but um, I did see a lot of like like they interview like Vinio the coach and like something he preached the Flyers coaches haven't had the past couple years is up tempo, which means. Just a lot of, like, you know, you put the puck deep in the other team's zone, which means, like, you put the puck in the zone in case. I'll, I'll try to make sure that. You guys will get my lingo by the by the start yeah, of the season. Know but, um, but, you know, and just attacking the guy who gets the puck, always two, two guys going after the guy who's picking the puck up and always, like, always pressuring the other team. And Hackstall had this ability to, like, he would kind of wait back almost and, like, let the other team move up the ice instead of attacking them. Which, the flop, like that's how you win a championship is you just consistently pressuring the other team. I mean, try your hardest all the time. Well, there's like there's <gasps> systems. Well, there's well no there's systems out there that coaches implement where they kind of hold the other. Team. They kind of like wait back and they kind of close off the ice a little bit. But the problem with Hackstall is he tried to do that, but he literally had no fucking idea what he was doing. So, but also he was a college coach. So I mean, college coaches are different because. You have players, what? Players moving in two years, basically a year or two out. You're always getting recite, uh, rotating new roster of players. So these players have to pick up the system very quickly, and then they and then you got to teach it again. The problem with that is this is the, like when you come to the NHL, you basically have like a set core for however long, and like it's a completely different game. Mm-hmm. And you're also dealing with professionals versus students. We can get in the argument of fucking students getting paid if we wanted to. Then we're getting off topic, but um, I thought we were closing out. We are, but I was just bringing up that I'm I'm yeah. I'm excited for that show, and I really like what AB's preaching for this season. I like his the mentality he's implementing into the team because something that this city, at least like, at least the Flyers team and honestly the fan base has kind of lacked in terms of like we've kind of we've gotten tired, but it's because we haven't had a coach with an up tempo mentality and we have that this season and I don't think people are realizing that that's going to make a difference come playoff time is that we're going to already have we're going to have this team that's going to basically swallow the other team whole and they're not going to be able to move they're not going to be able to get out of their zone so it's going to be it's going to be fun man 
We should probably close out because that was a good one. Yeah. But uh, uh, one one last thing: the Cubs are currently tied in the game, and Milwaukee's losing. So if they lose, we're only two back. So two and a half, two and a half back. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought I was out, but you suck me right back in, boys. Oh, fuck them. I love you, though. All right. No. What, uh, you uh, got anything else, Joe? Or is that... No, I said my piece with this. All Don't right. forget the union. Oh, also, before you, uh, before we end the episode, make sure to follow us. Yep, follow us on Twitter, at Stick Energy, capital S, capital E. Uh, you can also follow us on Patreon, Big Stick Energy Podcast. Um... We are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Apple Podcasts. Google uh, Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Spotify. Spotify. We're and actually, we're all, and we're on iHeartRadio now, which I, I thought we were on two weeks ago. I thought we were on, but turns out they emailed us today. So for all of you iHeartRadio. Heart for all of you iHeartRadio listeners who are on, like, Dumpster Fire 2 or something like that. <laughs> 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 Spreaker. Castbox is what you're Cast thinking box. of. Dumpster Fire. <laughs> we're on DumpsterFire.org. Um, uh, Spreaker is our is. distributor. Uh, check them out. Yeah, make sure to get Spreaker the love. Because uh, they love us because we pay them. I don't know Not if they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we are a sponsor, right? Of speaker content? No. Is that how that works? This has been brought to you by Titties. I mean, technically it has been brought to you by Spreaker, but it's also, they're not paying us for that, so. <laughs> All right, we're going to get, yeah. Um, and then they're not going to kick us off for paying. You can so. follow us individually on yeah. Twitter. Uh, you can follow me at Jimbo Coleman. And I'm at Eric, capital E, R-I-C-H, underscore Rayer, R-A-Y-H-E-R, 11. And Joey doesn't have a Twitter. Have you on Xbox, Junior one <laughs> Or PlayStation, um, maybe we'll one I, me- I mentioned Patreon, right? Yeah. Yep. That's, that's about all it is. Um, it would really be cool if you guys follow us, give us a little bit more support. Tell your friends, tell your family. Great, and review us. Yeah, that would be great. Let us let us uh, get out there, get into the open. Maybe yeah, just, get some uh, we'll keep better it. equipment, better stuff. That way we can better bring you guys what you want to hear. And they can afford union scarves at $35 a piece. Exactly. We're not a not union a podcast. <laughs> not <laughs> not a sponsor. Just saying. Just saying. Um, anyway. Check us. If we get some more followers on Patreon, we'll add some... Uh, Tears out there, so we could get you uh, maybe some exclusives. Scarves. Yeah. Scar. <laughs> We're not getting union scarves. Jim, come on. You know what? We're gonna buy a bunch of union scarves yes. and we're gonna sell them on Patreon for double the retail price. <laughs> we'll put a little stamp on them. No, I'm just gonna. We're just gonna color in a logo. We're gonna <laughs> color in the union logo. No, no, we have to leave that. It's a similar color scheme to the Big Stick Energy podcast, let me tell you. I do like that scarf. It is nice. If you notice, I did use the Philadelphia colors in the podcast logo, so that's... I didn't know that. The more you know. Then when they score, you go like this. It may not be the exact colors, but I definitely have the blue and the yellow in there, so it's like... What about the orange and the black? Oh, that's gritty. Anywho, uh, <laughs> um, longest ending ever. Yeah, no, this ending was this is like the fucking Lord of the Rings ending where it's just Sam. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, oh, you think it's ending? Wait, no, we got 45 minutes left of Sam looking at Frodo. <laughs> we actually have 
Uh, what's the guy that plays Frodo's name? Vigo Mortenstein. No. Oh, Elijah <laughs> We actually have Elijah Wood here uh, to do the rest of the podcast. Hey, guys. <laughs> All right, we're, we're fucking going off the deep end. Yeah. I'm calling it. All right. Elijah Good. would have been here, but he was busy tonight. I'm calling it an episode. That's it. That was it. All right. Good night, everyone. All right. Have a good week. We'll talk at you next one. Later. See you next week, guys. Have a good one. That's amazing.